Like I always say, we're not the chosen people, we're the choosing people. Which means? You know, which means this one wants to wear a wig uh -huh, on her head, uh -huh. this one's wear a baseball hat on her yes. head. <laughs> yeah, She's going to exactly cover that. her arms, this one's not going to cover. They're going to eat halibut royal, this one's not going to eat this. Everybody has whatever they choose, you know. But whatever your choice is, enjoy it, and don't worry about other people's choices. You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2023. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life your way with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching. We're talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to another episode of the Your Jewish Life Your Way podcast with me, Karen Cinnamon, your host, the founder of Your Jewish Life. Just so delighted to have you with me here today because I've got an amazing guest. I know you listen to the podcast to feel uplifted and seen and part of a vibrant, diverse community. And my guest today is such a hit with diverse Jewish audiences as well as fans of all backgrounds and beliefs. And he is making Jewish humor cool. It is Modi, the funniest comedian I know and that I've seen. I saw him in London probably just over a month ago and it was fantastic. I'm sure you've seen his clips on Instagram if you haven't seen him live and we've linked to some of his most viral ones in the show notes. But you're going to enjoy today's episode because Modi has brought Moshiach energy to everything he does. It's a term he's coined and we're going to talk about it in the show, but Moshiach energy is all about happiness, joy, positivity, putting goodness into the world, which is at the heart of what he does with his work. He, you know, he's known for his lighthearted takes on the ups and downs of Jewish life in 21st century, but he's got so much insight to share about everything from why the Jews are the choosing people rather than chosen people, to how to double down on Jewish joy in a time of rising anti-Semitism. We covered it all. So you won't want to go anywhere but listen to this episode. Sit down, pour yourself something nice and enjoy the show with me and Modi. So Modi, I was lucky enough to see you at your recent show in London. It was it was so uplifting, so sharp, so good. It was so great. It was it was amazing. It was I I I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Tell me how how did it how did the audience in London compare to other countries? And did do you have to adjust your act for, for sort of cultural differences or a, a Jews Jews anywhere in the world? <laughs> I mean, in broad strokes, it's Jews, Jews everywhere in the world. But for the English audience, a few things we, we needed to do. We had a we noticed after the first show that we had to lower the lights in the audience. I actually like to work when I see the audience's faces. I kind of like work off of it. But sure. I think the English crowd needs to be a little bit more in the dark so when they laugh, <laughs> not looking at them. What people were self conscious. Right. That, I guess it's an English thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. Whereas in America, you do a joke and they're, they're all hitting each other. Ha, ha, like, whereas the English are just sitting like this. I, I actually had to, just to, to change jokes around. I had a few insight tips, like when I was talking about 
Megan um, Windsor, whatever her name is, about her earrings and the, the word Ratners, the jewelry store Ratners that was there. And that everybody was clever. Got that. Yeah. So little things like tweaking like that was, was great. And in general, they were so sweet. Wow. The DMs came in and they were lovely. And and I was in shock at how many people came from Brussels and Antwerp and Frankfurt and Paris. It must be an incredible feeling to sort of visit these parts of the world and feel such love for you. I mean, do you, do you credit sort of Instagram with being a global superstar? I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I credit Hashem. It's yeah. just just put put the energy out there. It's so I'm so lucky to see every aspect, every asset, every place in the world of the Jewish communities. Uh, and wow. they are so special each in their own ways, especially when you get out of the New York and LA areas yeah. and then really see when they come together. And it's, it's such a treat uh, to have that and, and, you know, building out to other audiences. Now I have a, other audiences that, you know, other that, that come. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because, you know, when you talk about Paris, you know, London was like, wow, he's coming to London. And then when I saw Paris, I was like, you know, the, the Parisians, in, you know, being Jewish in France now is people are fleeing the country. It's like, you know, yeah. random. Um, and, you know, people are not as visibly Jewish as they are, say, in New York. It's not out there. And it's just really interesting that you have such a fan base and they all are actually there and they're waiting. And they're for all you. coming and they're all, yes. uh, and it's sold out in what, like 24 hours or something. The first show was, yeah, within 24 hours. Amazing. And now the next show is up and we'll see how that's doing later oh. on today. So you talk about the sort of Mashiach energy, which is, is it, is it your mission? Can you tell me what exactly it is and, and how it came about? It's, it's integral with, with who you are. I don't know. It's just seeing it. I don't know. It just happened. Uh, I, when you do a comedy show, I mean, you, you, you were at the show. So imagine me watching it. You have a room full of people laughing and not only because it's funny, because it's also Jewish and they relate to it. And the people who aren't Jewish that are in there are like a part of it. And they're all together with, with it. And the whole thing came together because of my husband, Leo, who's not Jewish. And he's he put all that, he made that whole thing happen. Whatever you saw in London, he made happen. Oh. And that is just the coming and I'm coming together of Mashiach. It's Mashiach yes. energy. It's, yes. it's, it's this let, it's just let, letting go. And then the people who invite people to the comedy show, the ones that are like, hey, I'm buying six tickets. Whoever's going to come, comes. That's just helping others get a laugh going. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. I couldn't. I can't describe it in different in way besides Mashiach energy because Mashiach is the ultimate goal. The, the, the whole world being in harmony. It's so hard to imagine with what you see on the news, but that's what, what the ultimate goal is. As a Jew, the ultimate goal is not to go to a Passover program or to go to a good Shabbat dinner. It is Mashiach. It is the whole world being in harmony. And in a comedy show, you see it. It's amazing to hear this because first of all, the audience, it's that feeling of being seen like, my gosh, we're hearing jokes that only we understand. And, and you yeah. know, normally we go to comedy shows and we, we ah. and not only that, like you say, it's about putting goodness in the world, being Jew yeah. at, at the essence, right? Being Jewish yeah. is about and you're seeing seeing it live, like happen in front of you. I see it every day. I see it. You have to look for it. You have to look for revealed miracles. The fact that look at this, you're sitting in, in London, I'm sitting here in my living room. 
and we're reaching people. This is that's Mashiach energy. That that's Mashiach. This right now is Mashiach energy. It's Mashiach energy. It. If somebody's watching or listening to this and having a, 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 it makes their day a little bit better. It makes them nicer to somebody else. Yeah. That's Mashiach energy. Yeah, and I think you really touched upon something there because I think we can sometimes, as a community, be guilty of sort of too much judgment or not. This one's not Jewish enough. This one's too Jewish. This one's this, and. You talked yeah. about unity, you know, what you do unifies. And is that part of Mashiach energy as well? That 100%. kind of unity. Yeah, let's All bring... words are, but not just as words to just say them, but it's to, to see them and live them. To learn Torah and to learn about being is one thing, but to actually do it, and when you have an opportunity to do it, do it. It's that's that that's the real thing to yeah. actually do it, to just learn about it. And you feel like the more you're doing what you're doing, the the sort of more powerful impact you're having. And um, talk to me about what you say, what Leo's created, and how him him coming into what you do has has changed things. Leo has changed my life completely. Before you know, before he took over everything with the shows and with managing, and I was doing regular shows. I was performing in synagogues. I was doing a few comedy clubs i was uh how many um, years ago so we every, should say that leo is your is your husband a manager yeah yeah yeah. a, a producer right. i mean ma manages yeah. everything he manages yeah. my agents my touring pr pr promotion people my everything everything you see online every video that people are like oh i watch this video over and over it's all him because right. you know till he lets something out it has to be in perfection in his arm in his eyes and that and that's what it is. It's so he's, he's so. So before he, you he met him, you were just kind of you know doing the thing, and then is it his? Well, I met him. I met him eight years ago, but he was doing his thing. And during COVID, we began to work together because we were home alone. Oh, um, interesting. You know, in pandemic, and so we had the two characters, Nir and Yoeli, and we, and then he just began taking over, and then like you know, seeing what, what do we have to do? We need more followers. We need videos. We need to get the stand up up. We need to, to there's people looking for you in, in England, there's people looking for you in Paris and, you know, in different cities in America. Don't, don't forget, I still, I still tour in America. Yeah. And so you get the feel where there's, where, where there's a bikush, where there's a, a calling for, Demand. for me. And we yeah. go and he, calls the theaters up and make sure that it's just so much work behind until someone's sitting in that seat that you were where you were until that happens you can't imagine what has to happen it's such a beautiful partnership you complement yes. each other and again silver lining to the to the pandemic do you think you'd have worked together if it wasn't for for covid i feel everything with leo was is anything however it was meant to be it would have happened Mm. how mm. we met to how we to how we, we began to work together so it's it's definitely Mashiach energy and was the podcast also a, a sort of COVID baby <laughs> the podcast actually happened right after you know people were seeing me on social media so they were just seeing the jokes and they were seeing the characters but they didn't really see me and the and here's Modi which is the podcast because like I'm always introduced at these events and here's Modi, you know, after some crazy, you know, movie or some w w whatever disaster they're raising money for <laughs> and here's Modi. So we, we, we named the podcast that and, uh, and Leo and Periel are completely a part of it. And we just, you know, we hit upon what's happening with me and, and the fans just love it. And they, yeah. 
And again, it's a it's an insight into the Jewish world, but not into what might be your Jewish world. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And it's so smart because you know I don't think people realize when you're on stage that it is, that it is an act in a way. Sometimes it's like that you're so magnetic and there's so there's so much energy. You know, we just think right, this is Modi and this is with him day and night. And then what's wonderful with the podcast is seeing a bit more of the real person because your act isn't so much about you. So it's it's really I mean, a lovely. My, my, my act is totally about me. It, it's just, but it's just not that. That's not the energy that I am off stage. Yes. You know. Yes. That when they when when they when they say and here's Modi, that's when it turns on. But off stage, <laughs> any comic, by the way, that you're with, if they are on off stage, they're not good on stage. It's just a clown. It's a clown. If someone's trying to be sticky and make you laugh off stage on stage, they're not going to be funny. It's just, it's just a rule in comedy. And what about the, the pressure? So there's, do all comedians feel pressure to be funny at like dinner parties and social, you know, so, social gatherings? If, if, if that pressure is there, I completely ignore it. Mm, if, if someone's mm. dumb enough to say, let me hear a joke. Look, <laughs> it's just the most horrible thing. Yeah. So, 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 go, so going back to the podcast, so, it was just a way for your audience to go deeper, to get to know you and I guess reach even yeah. more people. And it's it's such a great dynamic and banter between you all as well. Was it always thank you? Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. I'll let them both know that you 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 said that. But yeah, it's it's a banter of what's been going on. It's kind of like it's super light. We don't get political, we don't get into anything because it's just it's you know, when when I listen to podcasts, it's just I want to be a little numbed. A little, just a little bit of just, okay, let them do the talking, let them do the thinking, <laughs> let them tell me what they're going through. I don't want to, I just for, for that half hour to 45 minutes, I don't have, it's ah, just let's hear their story, not mine, you know? And what so when that? I went to ours, that's what we do. You know, here's what's going on with us. Hopefully, you know, while you're walking your dog, while you're driving the kids to carpool, while you're, and and people get, and we, we, we hit topics that people freak out about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just, and they go on rants, and then people fight with them, and oh. then it's a whole thing. So, so it's got that energy too. And um, I love it. Feels like we're just kind of hanging out with you, and I, I yeah. you know, that sort of in, it, very intimate, almost conversations that we're sort of listening into, which is which is the object of a podcast. But it's do people just kind of meet you and think you're my best friend, Modi, because you make me laugh? Yeah, like, they I know have- you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people come over to me and they just pick up as though we, 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 we like we went to college together. Oh my God, how are you? I've just heard you and saw you and and you know, and which is great. Which is you know, I I feel every every fan is basically a friend I haven't met yet. No, that's you know, it's just I see them everywhere and it's so it's wonderful. And just in I just did this thing for the Federation of Broward County in uh, Florida. And everybody came over. We had that the meet and greet afterwards, and people were just so sweet and so nice. It's just a great opportunity. I, I really enjoy the meet and greets because you get to really meet the people. You know, mm-hmm. you have the audience there, but then afterwards they come over and and share with you their stories. So it's very sweet. And you get material. Do you get material from the meet Sometimes and greets? Sometimes I listen. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever someone te- wants to tell me a joke, I always listen because you never know 
where it might be a part of my act or my, my, my bit. You never, never know. So I always listen. Or even if they're not sharing a joke, it's just a character of sorts could yeah. uh, could inspire you. So yeah. on that note, are you kind of, I loved, by the way, in your show when you said people assume I watch the Jewish shows to pick to pick things up, but I don't. I won't spoil it for anyone that, that has yet to see the show. I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but like seriously, how do you pick up those observations? They're so nuanced, they're so subtle. How does it come to you? I, I like I said, I don't sit down and write jokes mm. out. I just while I'm living my life, if I say something and I see somebody laughing, I go, oh, that could be something good. And then I just write it down. Yeah. Or if I'm at the gym on the treadmill, just thinking, 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 and and I, oh, let me add that to the joke, and let me do that to the joke, and then build a, around it, you know. And do you so, have like a, a group of people that you try them out on, or a trusted? He was one of the funniest. He's written so many funny lines for me, and the big lines, like big yeah. laugh lines. And so Leo's right, right, right away. He can see if it works, mm. and he'll be at the show with me the, the next time I do a show. So he'll see it and be like yes no or tweaking it or making sure it's politically correct but still funny and my voice and then i have a few friends where i call my rabbi rabbi gav bellino i'll call him up and be like where where am i going with it what's missing what's the line that's missing what's the tag you know a joke has a beginning and an end and in the middle there's tags and so he what what tag needs to be removed and what tag needs to be added and that's how you get a bit when and you say so, tag, is that like the build up to the line? To the line, you mean? It's like the the, the laugh in between the joke. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. so, yeah, yeah. So many of those, and I bet a lot of them. Not everyone picks up on every. There's so much. What I noticed in the show, like right. you can tell, like a big one. But there's along the way, there's so many. <laughs> it's it's really. There's something. nothing worse. There's nothing worse than you have when I have a a, a bit where the tag is funnier than the tags are funnier than the, the final joke. Because you're getting the biggest laugh here, and yet you still have to finish the joke to get to why you're doing the joke. And, and you know, another thing I loved in the show is how you use the, you know, you'll pick a few people out in the audience. And, and how does that work? So, for instance, the night I went, there was one non-Jew called Mark, and he became oh. a big part of the, the show. It was brilliant. You know, you'd explain things, especially for Mark. And what happens, you've, you've got, like, it's just part of your show isn't finished because you because you have to feed off the audience during a set? or No, it's, it's an element that is, so when I do a joke and you get it, and you got it on your level because you, you've been to a shiva, or you've been to wherever. And then I stop in the middle and explain it to him. It reminds you that, yes, I got it, but somebody else might not get it. So it reinforces that this show was made kind of for you, but let's see how he explains this to him. Love it. Smashing Life is the number one app for Jewish women that I founded and created out of a real need. It's for anything from asking a question about being Jewish in 23 to asking for life advice from folks who are just a bit more removed from situations or simply scrolling through the app, seeing what Jewish women around the world are all going through similar and different experiences. In a time when anti-Semitism is being concealed less and less, it's so comforting to know that we have each other on the app. It's a place to belong. It's a place to have fun. It's a place to be inspired. It's a place to discover, to share, to connect. But let me hand over to Ashley, one of our members, for you to hear about it in her own words. 
So my favorite thing about being in Smashing Life is that it provides access to a group of friends where it's safe to share things that are good, that are bad, and things that you would never share publicly, like, I just took a pregnancy test and it came back negative. This sucks, everybody commiserate with me, or someone at work just threw me under the bus. You know, people are so supportive and you get to share something positive like, hey, you know, I just got a promotion at work, but I can't share it yet because it hasn't been announced yet. You can just share everything with each other. Your group of friends cheering you on, supporting you for whatever you need. It's so special. So come join us. Just search for Smashing Life on Google Play or in the Apple App Store. Join the number one community where Jewish women discover, share and connect. There's no labels. There's no judgment. It's just authentic connection, a place to express yourself freely, make new Jewish friends and most importantly, have fun. I'll see you inside Smashing Life. One thing I love about you is as a character and well, as a character, as an individual, I should say, as a person, and I, I, from what I see in the show, on the podcast, is you ex- you explain things, not always because there's going to be a joke about it, but, you know, just I notice on the podcast, I like to bring people in. Maybe you're talking about something that some of your listeners may not quite understand. Like, I think the episode that just dropped, obviously, I listened to it today before I interviewed you about yeshiva week in London or something and you took the time to explain it so is that is that and I think if I'm honest that's something that a lot of Jews don't do enough of when they're in around non-Jews and and it creates a bit of a divide is that something that you've always done is it you know very it's thoughtful at the end of the day yes it's just you're explaining it to that you explain to people what uh, just like I want to hear when they when someone talks about the communion or whatever, I, I, have, no, I have no idea what they're talking they, they take, take two seconds, explain it, and, and don't have to give me specifics. Don't give me the Rashi of it, but just give me what it is so we know, you know, what, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't have to be very, but just like bring me in so I just know in bold terms, a shiva is awake. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, and uh, it's something that I wish we, we'd see more of actually inside our community because it's often when we're, you know, not always bringing in um, other people as much as we could, and I and I noticed that. I wanted also to to, to talk about you're you're obviously very proudly Jewish, and you are known for being it's, it's, yeah, obviously state the obvious. There's a lot of listeners and a lot of people in my community who don't feel that they can be confidently Jewish in a non-Jewish space or wear a mug in David or talk about being Jewish amongst the non-Jewish friends. What, what what would you say to them? Any advice or tips on not diminishing your Jewishness in, in non-Jewish spaces? The uh, the biggest, you know, you know, the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Zuchar and Lavracha, um, you know, in the 80s did these broadcasts dressed as himself black coat black hat the big white beard and spoken yiddish you know there's nothing more nothing looked more jewish than that in 1980s and it was on when cable was coming out and he was just you couldn't be more jewish he just was sitting there giving the dvar torah in yiddish and he was being translated so it's not like it was just completely by manus friedman rabbi manus friedman a, a definitely a a, a an incredible person and just the fact that he sat there being as jewish as you can be 
there's just nothing more Jewish, you know. And when I start speaking and, and things come out like, you know, Jewish out of my mouth, even though it's in English words, but like the the bitui, mm. the 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 intonation. The, intonation thank you very much the intonation <laughs> you get it you get it yeah, I'm not yeah. even, you know and so it's it's just have fun with it commit to it be it that's it you, that's what you are be, be a proud Jew and be you that's that's just that's it there's, be a proud Jew and be you I feel like there's people carry so much fear around it I live in New York City and there is anti-semitism here but from what I I'm getting in London, in Paris, it's on a different le- level. So it, mi- it might be easier to say it here. Mm, I, I don't know. Can, I think you can look for it. And I mean, I, I live in London. I don't have that fear. I don't feel it. I don't, you know, it's around, just like it's around in New York. But I do yeah. think it's a state of mind. And I think there's so much joy to be had from, like you said, being authentically yourself. And yes. People are generally interested as well. It, 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 sometimes I've worn a mug in David and someone's actually asked me about it and it's a, it becomes a talking point. Yes, yes. Um, and talk to me about, so, you know, if you, 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 you grew up, was Judaism always a sort of big part of your life? You did all the traditions at home growing up? I mean, Yeah, we have a very tra- traditional home, Israeli home. We spoke Hebrew in the house. My parents, we came to America when I was seven years old. So in the house was only Hebrew and my parents' friends were only Israelis and um, we grew up with that. And so uh, it was always there. I personally was more interested in learning Torah and I went to yeshivas on my own and I went to and I studied on my own, not that my parents pushed me to it. So I, um, I and then, you know, you learn, I learned as much as I could. And then you find your balance. You have to find your balance with what works for you. Like I always say, we're not we're not the chosen people we're the choosing people, which means, you know, which means this one wants to to wear a wig uh-huh, on her head. Uh-huh. She's going to wear a baseball hat on her yes. head. <laughs> yeah, she's going to exactly cover that. her arms. This one's not going to cover. They're going to eat challah royal. This one's not going to eat it. They, it. Everybody has whatever they choose, you know. But don't. But whatever your choice is, enjoy it, and don't worry about other people's choices. If you want to tell them that there's an opportunity that they can do this and do that, okay. But if they do or don't, it's not your. It's not your problem. Offer it to them. Here's the buffet. Here's the choices. Here yeah. it is. You have Shabbat. You have the holidays. You have you have kosher. You have not kosher. You have whatever. Here's the choices. Whatever's going to make you a better person. That's it. And that's what has to happen in Israel now. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And believe me, the ultimate Mashiach will come when the Jews get along. I once was... the Jews get along, when the, once the Jews get along, the rest of everything else in the world will fall into place. Why that is there is so much deep... finger pointing and you and I know better, you know, in, within us? Know. Is it just a need to be right? If I knew why, if I knew why, we'd be a different podcast altogether. Yes. We just know it has to end. We just know everybody live your life and do your, do your thing. Do what makes you a better person. And, um, and it's just, uh, and respect for others. God, you know, it's, it's insane what's happening in Israel right now. And it's, uh, I just. I know. I it. I, it's, the cho- it's the choosing people. If you choose to to walk around in a black suit and a black hat in Israel, go ahead, do it. That's going to make you a better part. But don't worry about if somebody isn't, you know. 
Don't still... don't close down their restaurant on Shabbat because you don't want to eat in a restaurant on Shabbat. Don't okay. don't, don't that that's only going to bring them further from the goal you think that they should have. Absolutely, and I I, I just can't believe it's it's got to that in Israel. Um, I lived. I my mother was Israeli, so I'm half Israeli, so very connected to Israel. And I lived there for a few years in my early twenties, back in early two thousands. And even then, back then, what's that? Twenty years ago, twenty plus years ago, I living there. I realized that our biggest problems are not the countries that surround us, but oh. the harmony, the harmony within, and a hundred percent. The, the yeah. God's got that covered. Don't that we've got that. That's under control. It's the inside. Once there's peace, once the Jews get along, wow, 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 wow. So what spectrum you've obviously seen such you know the full range of, of, of the jewish diverse spectrum you know what sort of spaces or groups or whatever where where you, where you see that unity aside from everyone when everyone's laughing at the same time because you're bringing them together like is there a a, a magic something that helps us become especially when you're especially when you're in Mamish gullis when you're really Nothing. like and <laughs> end of the end of the you're in some area cleveland or uh or or montreal let's just say montreal is the number one example of like how the community there there's hasidic community there's orthodox there's orthodox there's re- reform there's sephardic ashkenazi moroccan tunisian all that but the jewish event happens like mm-hmm. he's coming to do a show, boom, we all get together, we buy tickets, we support the organization, the charities, the Federation, the Federation in Montreal is one of the most amazing things, the, what, the work they do, I did their event um, right after COVID, what they did with bringing Ukrainians, they brought Ukrainians from Ukraine to Montreal and set them up with homes and jobs and sent their kids to camp and it was just Wow, the Mashiach unity, hundred percent Mashiach energy. And in Israel, it's so you you find that like in places like in New York, where there's so many Jews, everyone has their own little, little community, their own little. This is where we go. Our kids go to the yeshiva. We go to these synagogues. We're here. That this is us, mm-hmm. not like all together at once. You know, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like a Montreal situation. It's and I'm fun. in Montreal next week. I mean, I mean, not well. This is airing at after. the time of recording. Yeah, I'll have to ask you if if it lived up to to utopia, Jewish utopia. Yeah. It's funny because I so I grew up in London with Israeli mother, in a Sephardi and a, and a British Ashkenazi father. So yeah, really two two influences. And I always felt more more of the Israeli side. And as I mentioned earlier, sort of in my early twenties after university, I, I ended up spending a few years in Israel. And I remember that realization of, you know, in London, you've sort of got the Jews and the anti-Semitism and this and that. And I thought, okay, life in Israel is going to be simpler w- for the Jew, for, for me, you know, there's not going to be. And then it was suddenly like, at Iraqit, you're there, you know, within, you know, the Iraqis, the Moroccans, the this, the that, the judge, every time yeah. I, I'm not Yemenite, but every time I got into a taxi it still happens to this day, it's like, you're Yemenite, aren't you? And, I, and you know, this sort of making judgments quickly. And I'm like, no, I'm actually not. And a lot of a lot of boxing. It must be human nature. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Everybody likes to compartmentalize everything just to so that you know where they are. But I mean, it's all nonsense. It's, it's all, nonsense. 
all nonsense. And my comedy just shows you, you know, whether you're saying Shabbat Shalom or Good Shabbos, it's just, it's, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's just, it's what it is. <laughs> it's a little flavor, you know, it's, 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 so, it's ridiculous. Speaking yeah. of Shabbat Shalom, is that your most viral? What's the most viral thing you've done? What's gone, what's gone it, crazy? It's a viral one. That's a, I don't know. There's so many, um, We'll link to some tabs. of them in the show I don't notes. Tabs. Um, I will tell you the ones that I least expect to go viral, go viral. What do you mean? Give me an example. <laughs> I I was at a comedy club in Bo Boca Raton and there's a woman we wearing a mask. And I, I had a few out of love, just out of the, addressing the fact that she's wearing a mask. I said it's a vintage look <laughs> or whatever, whatever the joke was. And we posted it as like a throwaway just to put some content up. It's audience work. It's not a material. And then people began fighting and they were oh. masks works. Masks don't work. I can't believe she's still wearing it. Why wouldn't you wear it? I don't want to get it. And then they tell you their whole history. My mother had COVID. My aunt had COVID. <laughs> my brother's going to get it. My aunt used to want it. And I'm like, wow, we did not. And that's already in the millions. So that's wow. like on a, on a post that we had absolutely a throwaway, a throwaway post. Just here you go. Enjoy. Just if you enjoy, enjoy. If don't, don't. Those and the ones that I like, I think are the funniest sometimes just get a regular, you know, amount of traction. I mean, I discovered you on Instagram I, from the Shabbat Shalom, Safadi Ashkenazi. That that was my hook into Modi's world, and I'm now a super fan. So it, it, it is those 10 second attention span that you that you that that's your entry point, isn't it? That's how you, you've generous. got 10 seconds to convert. 10 seconds is generous, <laughs> generous. Uh, yeah, you got to catch them right away. You got to so catch them right you away. You don't create content specifically for Instagram. Um, Leo chops chops up bits and pieces. Right. Um, you know, I, we were used to, I was doing the near and Yoilies and, um, and people thought that, that that was what I did. They didn't know that I was a comedian. Uh -huh. So then we had to like, just like, let's rest this and focus on stand up. And that's when, you know, hey, there's also a show and he does stand up. It's not yeah. just Israeli guy or a Hasidic guy. It's, uh, it's the whole thing. We should do more stuff for, uh, I know that there's this thing where one time I was eating a, an, as, achi, acai bowl, achi bowl. Well, well, I don't know what it is. Those what is bowls. that, Japanese? No, it's like a, it's like a yogurt. It's like an ice cream with, with yummy stuff on top. Oh, <laughs> it must be a millennial New York thing. I yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Leah was filming me and I was like, I, I called it an achi bowl, but I think it's called acai bowl. Oh, yes, yes, but yes, was, yes, yes. I was just <laughs> eating it, eating it. And that went viral out of nowhere. And yeah. I, I just to do a little more of that the stuff. little things yeah yeah modi's take on on yeah. the simple things and you know what if the thing you don't want to bombard people you know you also don't want to bombard people with with, with a lot of things you say um, that modi but people come people want modi on instagram or modi in yeah. their lives because it lifts us you know so much of the jewish content that's what i'm trying to do as well uplift because so much of the jewish content is so negative and hard and this mm. happened and that happened and we know it's a safe we know we won't get even if something pretty yeah. big happens it rarely ends up on your account and rightly so because that's not what your account's for it's not about reporting i don't i don't post you know when, no. when things happen in israel and i don't post no. it because it's not my 
some comics right away they show you the bomb landing in a living room <laughs> i'm like this is not what people are coming to my page for they know that's happening they know that that is happening i'm not my page is not for that my that's page is for a relief from that yeah so that's no just, uh, we need we need yeah. more so so we're gonna we're gonna dive into my quick into our quick fire round so i'm gonna ask you some questions you can answer with one word you can go into a story as you wish okay. <laughs> so right. let's go so modi modi do you buy or bake a khala? buy if we have to yes favorite yiddish word target which means exhausted just when someone looks for Hagit. it's a, <laughs> that's a great word it's such i a love great word. the way you pronounce the is so i just when you speak yiddish i want to hear it more and more <laughs> favorite jewish tradition favorite jewish tradition tefillin favorite jewish food favorite jewish food anything my mom makes mm, she's a good cook favorite yes. jewish holiday can you see the theme in these questions <laughs> Uh, favorite Jewish holiday? I want to say Yom Kippur. Uh, uh, Hanukkah, 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 Hanukkah. You could have been my first guest to say Yom Kippur. I do love Yom Kippur. I do love Yom Kippur. Because? I don't know. I love because it is the most amazing holiday. It's it, Yom Kippur. When you think about it, it's so amazing. It's not this depressing thing that everybody thinks it is. It's it's a day that Satan, that, that the evil inclination, has a day off. So that's why you can go and get all of your mercy and all of your, and it's it's so good to fast. It feels mm. so amazing by the end of the day. I love Yom Kippur. Hanukkah oh. and Yom Kippur. All right. The tie between Hanukkah and Yom Kippur. Star of David or Chai? Star of David. Um, hummus appetizer or main dish? Depends where you are. Very, very interesting question, but it depends where you are. Go on. Where where would you have it as a main dish? It depends on the restaurant. If the restaurant, if like that's what they do, yes. If it's not what they do, side. Let's see how it is when we add the chicken to it, and then and then on that. Did you try some of the Jewish or the cool Jewish, cool Israeli restaurants when you were in London? No. That there's some <laughs> that because speaking. We were invited, but we 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 ended up not going. But we were invited to Rubens and um and uh, but we. We, we didn't go. There's a new one called Kopara that, uh, by Iran TV that I went to. Speaking of hummus, I'm telling you, it was the best hummus. They put all kinds of stuff on top of it, like something I've never had. It was good, so good. good. Next time you're here. <laughs> Couple more questions. Who is the celebrity you would most want to interview on your podcast? I think maybe Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know. I've been thinking about him a lot lately, and that's just, uh, but yeah, not as a fan as just his energy i want to i kind of want to click click into his energy mm. what what small thing is bringing you joy lately or it could be a big thing <laughs> selling out shows brings me yes yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> out shows brings me a lot of great energy and um and of course hearing from my fans when they when they're when they write and stuff and it's, it's so great it oh. really keeps you going it's the fuel it's the fuel I bet because I do watch something. Think, how do you do it? How do you know, the energy that must be needed for those shows? And then you do two shows in a night. Um, the shows you, just you go on. It's to get to the shows. It's the travel. It's the hotel. It's the ride to that. Oh. That's that's the killer. That you're not. And you know, people people you you people think they're paying for an hour show. No, I am schlepping. 
<laughs> Shopping in the best way you can. There's a first yeah. class ticket. There's a nice yeah. hotel, but but it's it's, it's still not, not home. Your, yeah, not in your own home. And 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 of course, I mean, we didn't even talk about how you got into it because I didn't want it to to go over all that ground on this interview. But when you when you got into it, did you did you imagine like the lifestyle is the sort of on the road and the travel and that you know that is part of doing what you do. Yes. Yeah. yeah that was it, always. It's all part of it. Yeah. Yes. And finally, Modi, if you could have Friday night dinner with mm-hmm. any three Jewish people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dead or alive, I would. You know what I would do? I would. Um, with this, I would bring back my grandparents mm. just to check in with them, mm. just to see, let them know what's going on, just to show them what's what I've been doing here, what the world uh, to come is like, and. Uh, and that I, I would think that would that would be fun to just do a little catch up with the grandparents. That's beautiful. Well, Modi, it has been great today. Where can everyone find out more about you and your shows and get into your world? The best place ever is modilive.com, M-O-D-I-L-I-V-E.com. All the shows are listed, all the shows that are the tickets are available for are are listed there. And uh, the podcast, and here's Modi Love is it. up. I also am a part of this thing called the Chosen Comedy Festival, which hopefully will come to the UK. Come so on, maybe... it's got to. Yes, I demand. <laughs> so we've been doing that, but modilive.com, you can, and that will lead you to Instagram, which is modi underscore live. And just stay in touch and come see shows and be the friend that brings the friends to the comedy show. And it is just, I've never seen people laugh for constantly for an hour and a half. I've never experienced it. And it was, it's magical. You have to, you have to do it. You have to do yourself a favor and fly to Brussels or wherever your fans fly around to, to see Modi. And I got to say, Modi, do you know that you are a mononym, a mononym? (laughs) So, well, I was, I was kind of throughout all my notes and like when I had the folder for the podcast and everything it was just Modi and I was like hang on a sec he's the first guest where I don't even know what his surname is and you've become known one of the very few people on this planet who's known by one name what I mean that's how did that happen (laughs) yeah I don't know how it happened just Modi and I don't know because Rosenfeld's so Jewish and but just like they'll they'll figure out I'm Jewish but let them have that one moment of you know when a comic is called on stage when you do comedy, it's very, the audience is very judgmental of what's happening, which is a part of the comedy show. You walk on there seeing what you're wearing, your hair, your teeth, your eyes, your whatever you're wearing. They're just already building their own op- op- opinion. So if you hit them with Modi Rosenfeld, it's already, okay, and he's a Jew. Um, let them, let me, let me bring you in myself. That's kind of, I think, how it came. And just, I've always loved the name Modi. It's my... Uh, my middle name, and it's uh, so upset that I'm so upset that the president of India has that name, even <laughs> though I've got a lot of Indian followers because of it. <laughs> but, uh, Come on, you got to do them one viral and and, and make them happy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Modi's your middle name? Mordechai Modi Rosenfeld. Yes. Oh, it's I thought it was it was short for Mordechai. So you're Mordechai Modi Rosenfeld. All right. Yes. 
Okay. Well, Modi, it has been so much fun today. Um, I'm sure that my listeners will be the person that buys not just one ticket. Why would you just buy two tickets? Honestly, that is just I don't know. doesn't make you any sense. Whatever. You see if somebody you, can... you want to see, just buy some tickets and all the friends will come together. If you can that's... buy two tickets, buy four tickets. If you, yeah, What's the yeah, difference yeah. between four tickets and eight tickets? Get. So we'll be waiting for you again in London. I'm waiting already. And just have a wonderful, wonderful day tour and look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you very much for having me on. Have a great day. If you want 30 ideas for instant Jewish joy, just go to yourjewishlife.co slash joy. It's my personal list of 30 amazing ideas to feel hashtag Jewish and proud all day, every day. They're really easy ways. It's just a wonderful little checklist. So head to yourjewishlife.co, that's .co slash joy.